0: Hey guys, welcome to another segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. Before we start with today's show, uh, I want to thank for Potty Mouth Sports for letting me be on one of his episodes last week as we discussed more about the NBA free agency and we gave our debate what's going to happen with the Miami Heat, the Los Angeles Lakers, the toronto raptors so all of this we talked about with brandon from potty mouth sports and jordan you can check that out at potty mouth sports on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, and you can follow him on twitter and instagram at potty mouth sports But let's get back to the real business here at the Grind Never Stops podcast. This is episode two of the NBA free agency recap. As you guys all know, in my first episode, we recap mostly all the important deals. I usually don't talk about deals and signings and trades that don't mean anything. But the one trade that I want to talk about you about is Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly was always thinks that he's a great defender or people thought he was a great defender, but nobody realized that he's not a great offensive player himself. And he might be an aggressive defender, a grinder, but I don't think that he's a great player because if he was a great player, the he wouldn't be traded a lot of times because as you guys all know, he started his career with the Rockets. He got traded to the Clip. He got traded to the Clippers. And then now he got traded to Memphis. And then he got traded back to Minnesota. So you go from being a top team in the Western Conference to a eight seed team to now a bottom team and that's why patrick beverly is not a great player and that's why he was traded for all these unrelevant players and for the clippers getting eric blutz might re-revive eric blood's career because he has struggled the last two three seasons especially last season where he had one of his worst percentages of every stat in his career. So maybe that will revive Eric Bledsoe's career. But we will, we need to see that if Bledsoe is gonna connect with Kawhi and Paul George. Because the Clippers, what they were, they missed was that real point guard. Because Reggie Jackson is not a true point guard. He's like a shooting aggressive point, shoot first point guard. But Bledsoe can play defensive end, but he he might have been a liability when he was with the Bucks and the Pelicans. But we need to see if the the Clippers will be. The Clippers will use him more and take the take the more pressure that Kawhi Leonard has had or that Paul George has had and the Reggie Jackson and the Morrises and the Zubach all these guys they need to they need to share what they're doing because what they're doing now Kawhi was doing too much and when the guy that does too much and miss the rest of the playoffs it takes a hole on your team and Paul George he stepped up when Kawhi was injured but what happened last season when everyone was healthy? So Paul George is going to ha- is going to work harder now because Kawhi is gonna probably miss the first half of the season with a torn ACL. He'll probably be back like Clay Thompson in which we will talk in about a- in just a second. So Kawhi Leonard, you don't know when he'll return, but it's expected that he will return near the first half of the season. That means that Bledsoe, Jackson, George, Morris, Turner, all these guys, they need to step up because they, for sure they won't have Kawhi in tra- to start a training camp. So the Clippers need to make a move? I don't know because they don't have much pieces and the chemistry was good because they didn't reach the Western Conference Finals without Kawhi Leonard. So that is a good that was a good season for the Clips. But again, it was another defeat. The Clippers will get better. And them signing Kawhi is a great and bad move because Kawhi, you don't know when Kawhi Leonard is gonna play. But it's like one of the top players in the NBA and you re-sign him and that is obviously good news. But his injury is always a problem for Kawhi Leonard ever since he got injured by that bum Zaza Pachulia when he was with the Spurs and Zaza was with with the Warriors in Game 1 of the playoffs. And that was a long time ago, but since then, he has rested. He has missed games because of injury, and that was his quad, and now he torn his ACL. So we need to see if Kawhi Leonard will be healthy because another guy that we need to make sure that he's healthy is Anthony Davis, who recently hired a new trainer for him to train better because he's been injury prone for a long time and that's what this free agency episode is about because russell westbrook got traded to los angeles for all these bums as i explained in my first episode of the free agency recap so it's about anthony davis if he can stay healthy because obviously the lakers will need him They won't need him as much as they needed him last season because now they got Russ, they got Carmelo, they got Kendrick. They got players that can get it done. And the only key player that the Los Angeles Lakers are going to miss is AC Alex Caruso. Is his defense and his offense off the bench. They are going to miss that play just a little. But I think that mellow Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn is a great defensive player. And that was a steal. And that was a big mistake by the Miami Heat. But the, we'll talk about him in just a moment. But the Lakers, they need to rely and make sure that AD trains properly for him to not be injured. As he's always been. He's always been injured and he's a young player and for him to be injured that many times as a young under a young age means something is wrong so i hope this new trainer that it was a that ad hired we hope that that can help them help him get better with his conditioning because that's what the problem is his conditioning has been abysmal he's been injured all the time. But let's go for the Miami Heat. So Miami Heat, as I said, if you want to get something, you got to give up something. So basically, the Miami Heat have gave up Kendrick Nunn, Goran dragage Precious Achua for Kyle Lowry. And people are thinking that Miami Heat are out of their mind. No, they're not out of their mind because Kyle Lowry is a champion. He's a champion. Coran Dragic is not a champion. Precious Achua is not a champ. He's a sophomore. Kendrick Nunn is a sophomore as well. So you're getting rid of those three guys, but what you're getting back is an NBA champion, a franchise leader of a team of one country. And yes, there was times that Kyle Lowry shrank in the playoffs, but he's a champion. So you're bringing that championship integrity to the locker room. Because Jimmy Butler might be the leader and might be the cash money man, but he's not a real leader. And Lowry, what he will bring to the Miami Heat is three-point shooting. He'll bring championship to the locker room. And he's a bulldog, as everyone says. So he plays great defense. So he will he will go inside try to grab rebounds. And that's what Kyle Lowry is. And people say that he'll come off the bench. And I think that's crazy, to be honest with you, that Kyle Lowry will come off the bench. But because... People say that Tyler Hero will start over Kyle Lowry. That might happen, but I think that's crazy as it sounds. Kyle Lowry? Come on. That's that just being disrespectful. Think Kyle Lowry's career is over. His career is not over. He averaged last season 19 points and 5 rebounds and 7 assists. And people say, oh, because he was the only one doing everything no he wasn't it was pascal siakam who averaged 24.7 rebounds and five assists as well and lowry has been doing it ever since he came but on the raptors nine seasons ago so kyle lowry just because he's on the trade block does not mean his career is over you gotta put some respect on his name because he's still is an important player for a team, contending team. So for the Miami Heat, they need to make a move on their lineups because I don't see Lowry playing off the bench. He will start, you don't sign a guy for $90 million to play off the bench. I'm sorry, but you cannot, you you don't sign Kyle Lowry, you trade uh, a good prospect, for the future, an old guy, another prospect for the future. And then you sign that person for 90 million to come off the bench. I don't think so he's gonna come off the bench. People saying that he's declined, he's not declining. Yes, he's old, but he still can get it done. So for the Miami Heat, depends on what one healthy because last season, and yes, they lost in the first round, Butler was struggling against the Bucks in the first round. They were struggling all season long. They had to fight for the playoff spot in the second half. But, yes, they they, they were caught in the cold and the uh, flu crisis. In the, uh, they were unhealthy. But now, they're healthy. So, there won't be any excuses for the Miami Heat. Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero, had some flu crisis as well, but he struggled before he caught it and after he recovered. So Tyler Hero did not have a great season. So for the Miami Heat, it relies on everyone. Everyone has to do their role. And don't worry, we didn't forget about Bam Adebayo. He is another, he he is probably the key piece of this Miami Heat team. So it's a Jimmy Butler, Lowry, and Bam and a player that needs to play better to increase his value for next season because he signed a lower deal is Victor Oladipo. He's been injured for a couple of seasons. So he needs to play better to increase his value for next season. <clears throat> so another contract that people were not happy about was Terry Rozier who's known as Scary Terry but you guys should know that Terry Rozier had a great season like I know the contract might be too much but he's the man is a starter he's 27 years old played with the Boston Celtics for most of his career and signed with the Hornets uh two seasons ago. But this season, he averaged 20 points per game, four rebounds and four assists. Started in every single game, averaged 34 minutes. From three-point range, he shot thirty-eight percent not that great. From the field, 45%. But for the free zone line, he shot 81%. But you saw that Rudy Gobert averages 14 points 13 rebounds and people thought he's the all-star which i talked about in my last episode about the utah jazz fan thinking that the jazz have 20 all-stars so if a guy averages 14 points 13 rebounds and defensive specialist and gets paid hundreds and hundreds millions of dollars which he got the extension last season, not this past, but two seasons ago. But Terry Rozier averages 20 points, four rebounds, four assists. He's a great defender. He's athletic. So he might've earned 80% of the money that he got, which is $90 million. So Terry Rozier is a great player. It's not a superstar, but it's a great player. And if you're a great, doesn't matter. You will. This is the new. This is how the NBA works. You play well, you average great points, you you play amazing in your role. You will get that bag. So uh, free agency is about to finish pretty soon. So they're just like minor deals. I don't think there'll be more trades. There might be a trade coming out of Cleveland because I don't understand what the Cleveland Cavaliers. So they trade for a veteran in Ricky Rubio, who's not that great. He might be one of the best. Not one of the best, but like top fifteen, top twenty pass first point guards. But he's not a great he's not a great player. He won't take the Cavs to the playoffs. No. But I don't understand why the Cavs went to get Rubio. And I don't understand why the Cavs signed Jerrell Allen to a big extension after drafting even Mobley at a USC who's also a center. I don't understand because they got, ja- got JaVal, Mickey, and like they got too many front court players. So I don't understand why you signed Jerrell Allen for that much money. While you draft a center and even Mobley, I have no idea. And why would you trade for Ricky Rubio? Because, you know, the backcourt that's going to start is Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. And Rubio might not play big minutes. So, maybe they're going to use these boys for um, for trade value. But I still don't understand on the center position. And Jarrett Allen doesn't deserve that much money, but it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. They have known to make horrible trades and signings in their uh, franchise. Okay, so the last segment we're going to do is how people are still disrespecting and don't know basketball and think that LeBron is not the best player in the world in the NBA. So... He got zero votes from executive and scouts and all that. these garbage uh, people for being a best player in the world? You got to be kidding me. You guys have to be drug tested. Like, not even one vote for LeBron James. We both know who's the best player in the league. It's still King James, LeBron James. And yes, he was injured while well, everyone was injured last season, mostly everyone, but LeBron is still the best. Until he leaves this league, no one will be better than LeBron until he's done. Yes, he's old, but he's, he still can be a huge factor on the court. He can, he, if you want to, he can average 27 points, 10 rebounds. 12 assists LeBron James is still the best player in the world. And you need to start being smart. You should start waking up. And don't try to tell me that LeBron James is not the best player in the world. Maybe in a couple seasons, Giannis Doncic, all these boys, Kawhi, will pass him. But as of right now, Lebron James is still the best player in this league. I don't care what you say, Lebron James, King James, the great, the greatest player of all time is still the best player in the world. And this is what people don't know nothing about basketball because you can't tell me that Giannis Antetokounmpo who just won his title is the best player in the world. He's a liability on the three-point line. Yes, he's a better three-point shooter. But you can't put a player, a best player in the world, where he has a weakness in the in one stat that everyone does and everyone has in this game right now. And that's a three-point shooting. Everyone shoots threes. The new NBA, the new era, this decade is about threes. So if you don't have a three in your gene, you won't get it done. But the Bucks got it done. Why? Because Giannis on the combo, his other weakness was free throw shooting. And it was a miracle that he hit 17 and 18, 19 free throws, respectively, in the last couple games of the NBA Finals. But he, until Giannis becomes a threat from everywhere, and then he will, take LeBron as best player. But as of right now, LeBron is still the best player in the world. He's still the best player in the world. He can shoot the three better than he's had all of his career. He can still get it done on the free throw line. He can still get on the paint whenever he wants. LeBron James is still best player in the world. And if you have a problem with that, Everyone has their opinion, but you got to at least give credit where credit is due. At least give them votes, but having zero votes for best player of the world is, is like blasphemous. It's like horrible. And you need to put respect on his name. Because, yeah, Giannis, Kawhi, Doncic, and all these boys, will come. their turn will come. <clears throat> but right now, <clears throat> LeBron is still the MVP of this league. Has been the MVP nominee almost all of his career. So you need to give respect where respect is due. But, guys... <clears throat> Thanks for tuning in to this short segment. Make sure to tune in for the next couple weeks as we will do a uh, NFL season preview, uh, NHL season preview, and later on we will do the NBA season preview. And before I end this segment, I want to thank everyone who has supported me since day one, as I always say. Because I appreciate all the support you have been getting. And I appreciate that you have taken the time out of your day to donate to my links. To subscribe. To follow. And to take your time out of your day to listen to my podcast. And I appreciate and I love you all. Thanks. Keep up the support. Keep sharing. Keep liking. And I'll improve my podcast. But also I want to thank again Potty Mouth Sports for bringing me in, in his last episode. We'll be, we'll be doing more collaborations with Brando and Jordan and Potty Mouth Sports overall. So make sure to tune in and to check both of us out. Potty Mouth Sports and Grind Never Stops podcast. We hear the grind never stops. We don't run, run away from the grind. We don't have Paul Georges on our team. We keep grinding until we reach our goal. But anyways, uh, thanks for everyone who's tuned in. This is a segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. This is your host, DJ Joe signing out. Mamba out.